1: Alive by Patrick Hernandez, right? Shall we? Um, shall we start that all again? I do apologise. I got a text from the um, from the lady Elizabeth that said, uh, "Turn your mic on." Um, I do apologise. I'm still figuring this one out, still learning this one and the, the sound desk. So I do apologise, but let's get started again. You're listening to Fresh FM Community Access Radio across the top of the South Island in New Zealand, but I know that there are those. You out here who are beyond the shores of New Zealand and you're all listening on www.freshfm.net. Welcome to The Resilient Show. The Resilient Show today is entitled Playing the Long Game and it's dedicated to the people who are a wee bit better than they were yesterday and plan to be a wee bit better tomorrow. And that was why we started with that track, Born to Be Alive. Guys, that's what this is all about we were born to actually live, not just exist, we were born to be alive and that's what having a little bit of resilience does. And I know when we listen to the news at the moment and we hear all of the stories about the state of mental health and the state of what we're actually achieving in terms of helping people with mental health issues, the news doesn't sound great but the great thing is Well, the great thing is you've got the Resilient Show and you've got the Rediscovering Resilient podcast to listen to, but if we listen to some of this stuff and go deep inside, we begin to find the answers, and it only has to be just a little bit and a little bit more playing the long game. So we're actually going to start today um, with the book review. Now, you guys know that for those of you who've listened to The Resilient Show in its previous guise, um, we were very much into book reviews and you know that I spend a lot of time reading. I've normally got four or five books on the go at a time. I certainly do at the moment, reading some fantastic books at the moment. But one that I read recently was Atomic Habits by James Clear. Really great book. Um, and I think it 's actually in one of the the, the top hundred books of all time um and it 's really really simple it's you know it talks about making little moves um making little moves consistently that 's playing the long game, just making those little moves that says, Well, do this, what about if you do that and one that I will share with you that um, that I actually use now every day. Um, And this is from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. Uh, It tells a story of a lady who lives in New York, and she wasn't a great fan of going to the gym. She was a little bit unfit, a little bit overweight. But rather than thinking about going to the gym, and that being the move, every morning when she got up, she put on her trainers, her running shoes, her sports gear. Because she did that, that one tiny act, that then meant that she would get a cab to the gym and she would exercise. So it wasn't about lifting the weights. It wasn't about getting on the treadmill. The hack, that little move, was putting her sports gear on. Now, I thought surely it's not that simple really is it that simple i thought well i'll give it a try so before i go to bed at night and this is another one yeah before i go to bed at night i get my sports gear out i put my sports gear out ready and when i get up and i brush my teeth i put my sports gear on i then meditate i'm going to talk about meditation later on the show um i then you meditate. I then do some journaling until it's sort of light enough to go outside because here in the southern hemisphere, the days are getting shorter. And I then go out for a run. But I don't have to worry about maybe going out for a run or not because I made the decision the night before when I got my sports gear out. I then added to that decision when I put my sports gear on. Because why would you put your sports gear on if you're not going to go and do some sort of exercise? And I go and exercise, and it works. These little moves, consistent little moves, allow us to play the long game. And I'm going to give you... Today's show, I'm just going to give you examples of where we can play the long game in different parts of our lives. And I, I hope that you recognize that these little moves really help us be more resilient because i'm not saying and i never i don't use the word never often i never say to clients or people i'm talking to that it's got to it's got to be huge it's got to be small and it's got to be consistent it's got to be attached to a why that you're passionate about and we'll talk about that but take those little moves and just those little moves because those little moves a little bit like that snowball down the hill when you make a little move you begin to create some momentum and that little momentum gives you a tiny little dopamine rush that makes you feel better about yourself and when you feel better about yourself you go and try and do something else and maybe that something else is something smaller or maybe it's a little bit bigger but it's all creating that momentum in life that leads to a resilient lifestyle so let's start thinking about playing the long game because if we play the long game we're not worried about just that run or that thing or that event We're creating a life for ourselves. And after this next piece of music, there's a great story to go on with this piece of music. Um, So here is the Charlie Daniels Band. Here they come.
0: up his case, and he said, I'll start this show, and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow, and he pulled the bow across the strings, and it made an evil hiss, then a band of demons joined in, and it sounded something like this. finished, Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny, let your dog back, no child knows. Devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet Johnny said, Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been He played found on the mountain, run, boy, run Devil's in the house of the rising sun a Chicken in the bread better picking out dough where you don't fight, no child, no
1: get in charlie daniels and the devil went down to georgia on fresh fm this is the resilient show with me Stu darling how are you this morning um, we're talking about little moves. We're talking about playing the long game on the show, and there is a story related to that piece of music. Now, you, you should never need an excuse to play "The Devil Went Down to Georgia" by um, by the Charlie Daniels Band. Playing it loud in the car, awesome, absolutely brilliant. But I, do, do you play a musical instrument? Because I'm, I'm quite sure that, uh, that if you ever picked up an instrument for the first time or decided that you were going to learn to play um, an instrument, um, if you're anything like me, and, and, and I truly hope you're not, um, I, I picked up the guitar when I was wee. I'd watched my father playing the guitar and, and I actually found the, the other day, I mean my father died oh, a good long, nearly what, nearly 40 years ago now um, but he played the guitar and um, he used to write out his favourite songs and then write out the chords above them so that he could play them in, in, in little um, in little notebooks um, and I actually found one the other day when um, I, I picked up my guitar and I was I hadn't played it for ages, it, was, it needed tuned i was tuning it, and um out of the cupboard fell um this this tiny little notebook that um that had been my father's and um and i played some of the um some of the songs that were in it from probably when when he was in his youth which is like um many many decades ago now but i digress slightly um when i finally got my own guitar Um, as a birthday or Christmas present. Um, I started lessons and I knew, frankly, I knew that within a week, I was going to be the greatest guitar player on planet Earth. It's amazing how frustrating it gets when it doesn't happen. It gets really, really frustrating. Now, 16 years later, I was playing the sort of music that I thought I'd be able to play at the end of week one. Um, It takes time. But what was it? It was that... And look, I wasn't great at practising. I had my guitar lesson once a week. um, But actually, a fairly fairly famous guitar player from from Scotland. Um, And uh, I went there once a week for my 30-minute lesson. And I practised sometimes... During that week, and um, yeah, I'm quite sure I could have got an awful lot better and awful lot quicker if I had practiced. But back to that track when I was looking after um, young officer cadets who were wanting to join. The um, my corps, the Intelligence Corps of the British Army. Um, we were helping them make their way towards the Royal Military Academy at Sandhurst and helped them through the commissioning course. And they came from all walks of life. Most of them had university degrees um, and had decided that they actually wanted to put a uniform on for a little bit of time. And, and actually many of them are still serving and have gone on to have absolutely amazing careers. But one of them um, a young lady who uh, was at university and had got um, a first-class honors degree in music. She was an absolutely amazing um, violin player, and we were joking around, yeah, you know, just de-stressing the guys when they were going through the commissioning course. Who'd been out for, had um, been out to the pub for um, for dinner, and uh, someone said, "Are you that good?" Are you that good at playing the violin? And she said, "Well, name a bit of music." And <laughs> her um, her compadre said, "Well, how about uh, how about the devil went down to Georgia?" And she said, oh, "I don't know. You know I, I don't know that piece of music." So um, they found the piece of music and played it. She picked up her violin and said, "What well, something like this." And having heard the piece of music once, she played, she basically played it perfectly. She won that golden fiddle that the devil was offering up. That's what happens when we make little moves. That's what happens when we play the long game. Playing the long game is all about just getting that little bit better each day. That's what she did. She practised every day. She was passionate about it. And that comes back to her Why? But she was passionate about playing the violin. That's where she saw her future. That's where she saw her university course. So every day she got up and practised and was just a little bit better than she was the day before. And that's all we've got to be. That's what we're talking about on The Resilient Show today. We're talking about playing the long game. Play the long game. What's that little thing you can do today be a little bit better than you were yesterday that's all and be consistent because when we do that as I said when we do that we create a momentum and that momentum means that we find certainty in ourselves. Remember, resilience is about certainty in ourselves, finding where we belong in the world and giving back, returning our genius and our experience. That little bit of momentum gives us a little bit more certainty in our uniqueness and who we are. So you don't have to pick up the fiddle and beat the devil on day one. But if that's your why you practice every day to get a little bit better and that is how it happens so here we go next piece of music Time to Die Billy Eilish from the last Bond film of the same name. Did you see it? How good was it? Um yeah, it was yeah, I if you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for you at all, but yeah, it it nicely culminated um this James Bond's trounce through Daniel Craig's Trounce Through the World of Bond. Now the world of Bond is um I, I'm quite passionate about it. I remember the first Bond film I think I ever saw. I think the first one I saw was Moonraker. I went to see it at um, a local youth centre. It was on the uh, the big screen. Um, and uh, James Bond was flying off into space on the space shuttle in order to deal with that dastardly villain Drax and fight Jaws. and 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 it was exciting. It was exciting. And for for those of you who are new to um, The Resilient Show, um, or maybe you've not read um, my book, Lead Through Life, um, that was my life. I ran covert operations for many, many years. It's where an awful lot of the resilience lessons that that I share and I teach came from. Um, And When people ask me what I used to do, and I I tell them now, I I I tell them what I used to do. Didn't didn't used to tell them when I was doing it, but yeah, I I tell them what I did, and they say what like James Bond. And for a very very little bit of time, yeah, it was a little bit like that. Yes, we had guns and we had fast cars and we had great fun and we were six foot tall and bulletproof, but that was really sort of five percent of the time the other 95 percent of the time was actually writing reports and doing analysis and gathering information far duller than the world of bond looks like on the um on the big screen um now that's not to take away from the fun of any of the bond films because they are absolutely great it's a glimpse into a totally different world but it's not reality is it it's a false reality a little bit like an awful lot of what we see on social media we watch social media we scroll social media and everyone's lives look perfect don't they yeah i mean i i haven't been posting lately because i need my haircut yeah that's how vain i am i get it um (laughs) i need to get my haircut guys um and yeah, so so I don't post because I want to look great on um, you know, when when I'm actually on social media. So social media has created a false reality for us. Now, what has that got to do with playing the long game? Well, when we scroll through social media, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, even which frustrates me a little bit. You know, LinkedIn's getting a little bit more and more like just another um, social media rather than the, the business means that it was set up for. But when we scroll through that, we can see a false reality that everyone leads a perfect life. We see beautiful pictures. We hear amazing stories about how well everyone is doing. And we sit there and think, why am I doing as well as them we begin to lose that momentum. We begin to lose our resilience. We begin to question who we are. We begin to question that certainty. See where I'm going here? That downward spiral. Um, an acquaintance of mine saw this problem with um, with social media now this is years ago I mean it must be about five or six years ago saw the challenge that um, that Facebook was creating with this false reality that everyone was having a great life all of the time except for you and think about it you know, when do you post you post when you feel good you don't you don't bother posting when you're thinking oh, it's a bit rubbish <laughs> do you you only post when you feel good and that means it looks great and that's I mean that's one of the great things about social media. But it's also on the negative sides of it. Anyway, this acquaintance of mine, um, he had been the chairman of the Comedy Channel in the um, in the US, um, and his members of his family had suffered with anxiety and mental health issues, as, you know, as as many people do. And he decided that, do you know what? This social media lark isn't helping. It's causing the downward spiral with many many people. So he put... a. a substantial amount of money into um creating a new stream a new um social media service which was for people to share what their lives are actually like now it was a stunning failure and he admits that it, you know, it, it it didn't work because no one was interested in sharing how they actually felt um which is a real challenge because, as I've said before, and I, I will continue to say it, when we have thoughts and we don't share our thoughts, they stay as thoughts. They stay in our subconscious. And if they're in our subconscious, we can't do anything with it. They're stuck there in our subconscious. If we give them words if we write them down, if we journal, if we speak them out loud, those words move from our subconscious into our conscious. And if they're in our conscious, we are conscious of them. And that means we do something about it. We actually begin to work towards a solution. You see how powerful this is? So we should share our stories. Of course we should, but we must also be alive to the fact that false realities don't help us at all. I would have got into all manner of problems if I tried to live my life like James Bond actually did when I was doing the real deal rather than the Hollywood version of it. Yeah, you know, running around pretending to be Jason Bourne would have been or James Bond would have been the surest way to get myself killed, get my lads killed, I had to face the true reality of what was out there. Don't bother about all that false reality that's out there, all of that false news that is being spread out there. And I'm not talking about the big false news stuff that we see going on all the time. I'm just the the little subconscious stuff that we see, that everyone else's life is perfect, everyone else is having a fantastic time. Why Why am I not They're not either. They've got similar challenges to the challenges that we are all dealing with. It's just that they have chosen to post a positive version of what's going on. We can all do the same. But beware of those false realities where you see them. Be aware of them. Have certainty in who you are. And belong to the right groups. Because if we yeah, if we start playing in that false reality space, it means we're trying to fit in. And if we're trying to fit in, it means that, well, we're not being ourselves. And remember, we are all unique. We were all put here with our genius at this moment in time on planet Earth. So remember the false realities are out there. Have fun on social media. Post and see what other people are up to but recognise that it's all not rosy out there. We all deal with our challenges just as we deal with them individually. And enjoy the life we have. Make the little move, because that is what builds to resilience.
2: i one that knocks me off my feet I finally found the one that makes me feel complete It started over coffee, we started out as friends It's funny how from simple things, the best things begin This time is different It's all because of you It's better than it's ever been Cause we can talk Talk it it through (sniffs) My favorite line Was can I call you sometime It's all you had to say To take my breath away This is it Oh to be
1: Finally found someone. Barbara Streisand and Brian Adams here on Fresh FM. You are listening to The Resilient Show with me, Stu Darling. Welcome if you are just joining us. Welcome to the show. We are talking today about playing the long game. Um, That song uh, I've chosen specifically for this morning. Um, We... The Lady Elizabeth and I celebrated our 26th wedding anniversary this week. Um, love you, Lizzie. Uh, it's been it's been an amazing adventure. Um, it is so important to um, find uh, a soulmate and um, I was very fortunate that I did. It was one of those stories that you hear every now and again and sometimes don't believe, love at first sight. We met um, across uh, across the table in a bar when we were out for dinner with a bunch of friends. We'd never met before, um, and, um, and, and that was where it all started, and um, nearly 30 years later, uh, together and 26 years married, we um yeah, we went we went out for for supper earlier on in the week, and it got me thinking about. Those relationships that um, that last, um, I am one of those individuals that has lots of acquaintances and very few close friends, but those close friends are, um, you know, we can not see each other for years and then we just drop straight back into almost the last conversation that we had had. Um, you know, when I'm with my friends, when I'm with Lizzie, I know that I truly belong i 'm not interested in fitting in i 'm not interested in the, the the small talk um i'm interested in belonging i'm interested in being with people who uh listen to my voice with people that I can listen to and respect their point of view whether or not i agree with them um, uh, you know whether or not we are um you know, red or white um black or white Uh, red or blue sorry black or white you know which whichever view we have um, we can we can spend time together and we know that we truly belong those are the sorts of relationships we should all seek yeah if you ever look in the mirror if you're ever in a conversation you're thinking i don't this 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 relationship I, I I don't I, I don't feel me, I don't feel like I truly belong. I feel like I'm trying to squeeze into it. Well, yeah, you know, guys, it's it's time to it's time to take bold action. Um, you know, in the last segment we spoke about social media and, and think about it, yeah. You know, how often do you go through um your Facebook or your Instagram account or you know, whichever whichever social media you use, how often do you go through it and go, um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna unfriend them? You yeah, know, we, we go through and we, we filter. We filter frequently. And, and we filter often on social media because we don't get found out. Um yeah, I've been unfriended since we moved house. A whole bunch of people have unfriended me. Some of them have been quite vocal about it. Others, others less so. Um, and that's entirely their right to make, make that decision. But how often do we actually filter our relationships in real life? How often do we actually think, do you know what? And there's nothing wrong with it. Um, you know, there's been a few occasions when people have decided to stop talking to me. Um for whatever reason. Um and again, yeah, I I respect them for making that decision. And we can we can very easily fall into feeling sad about the fact that people aren't talking to us. So how about rather than feeling sad about that person who's decided that their their life journey is headed in a direction that we are not a part of, how about we realise that we're actually making space for new relationships, new exciting relationships, people we've never met before, or people who come back into our lives after a while. That's exciting that is playing the long game. Yeah, if we're worried about people not talking to us for a period of time or people unfriending us for a period of time, well, we're not playing the long game, guys. You know, life should be full of love and kindness and usefulness. And there are people on our journeys that are there for a reason for a while. And then... Maybe it's time for them to move on. maybe it's time for us to move on. and as long as we move on with love and forgiveness, you know, don't hold a grudge, we move on with love and forgiveness, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with the fact that our relationships move on. Let them move on um, because as we move through those relationships and as we create new relationships within our lives, we find our tribe. remember. Us human beings, we are tribal animals, we're herd animals, we're meant to hang out together. That's why we've become the predominant species on planet Earth because we learn to tell stories. And storytelling allows us to share our experiences. Storytelling allows us to share our experiences within our family and outside of our family. And like-minded families then join together and joining together creates that tribe. And if we think back way, way back to the very beginning of humanity, it was families that joined together and became tribes. And there were the tribes that we liked and the tribes that we don't like. That's where warfare started from. But as the tribe that liked one another and aligned their values came together, that's where nations came from. That was how humanity grew. That's that's why we're actually dealing with some of the challenges we're dealing with in the 21st century. Because we've got a little bit tribal all of a sudden. We've begun to forget about the love and kindness and usefulness that we do, we should all share between ourselves so yeah celebrated 26 years of marriage. Very, very fortunate to find a soulmate that, look, um, I know I wind her up, no end. And once, I think there's probably been one or two occasions in the last 26 years where she's frustrated me just a little bit, but the love is there. Those are the relationships we should be looking for, the ones where we truly belong. Because when we truly belong in relationships, you you feel lighter. You might even start levitating.
3: I can't stop Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. My love is like a rocket, with your blast off And I'm feeling so electric That's my off, And even if I wanted to I can't stop Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. You want me I want you, baby My sugar boo I'm levitating The Milky Way We're renegading. I got you Moonlight You're my Starlight I need you All night i never it
1: Always catches me out, that one. It just stops. Please don't do that. It just stops. dual Lipa. Um, levitating. Now, I I was introduced to, um, Julie, I was actually introduced to that song by a dear friend of the show. Um, we will have her on. Um, Monica B. Monica Bloom who comes from, hails from uh, just north of San Francisco in the United States in America. Um, author of two books about Ayurvedic um, living. Um, don't worry, she explains it so well. But, yeah, learning to live healthily and treating ourselves as individuals and our health as individuals. But Monica um, was on the show, and um, when we have guests on the show, everyone gets to choose uh, a track of music. They get to choose the track that after we've had our conversation, we um you know we play them out to. And Monica chose that track, Levitating. I said, Right, okay, well, yeah, explain why. Why is this song so important to you? And um last year uh, Monica had a health scare. Um she found a couple of lumps and um you know, had to I had to go into hospital um and go through the process of dealing with um dealing with breast cancer. Um and it was all successful. Monica is fine and just as mad as she ever was. But she and her daughter were driving in the car um, after, uh, when she got out of hospital, and that piece of music came on, and she tells the story. That the two of them were singing it to the top of their voices while driving down the Californian freeway. What a great way to celebrate the all-clear after a health scare. So, as I say, we will get um, Monica B on um, on the show. I love conversations with Monica on the radio because it just... It I don't know where they're gonna go and it's just joy right from the very very beginning. So we will get her on the show in the next in the next month or so. But that brings me to this segment on the Resilient Show on Fresh FM. Um health. Now health is one of those things that um you know, <laughs> it's it's with us right from day one and it's with us right till the very very last day. And most of us, in some form or another, struggle with our health. And that's because we're looking for the overnight successes, aren't we? Think about yeah, think about the diets. Oh, diets that we're on. I remember being put on my very very first diet. Um I think I wasn't even a teenager and I was placed on my first diet. Now, look, I was a fat kid, I'll admit it. And it was generally through because um, I was eating because it gave me comfort. Um, Food was where I went for comfort after my father died and that then led on to um, my relationship with alcohol. I get it. You're, there are, Our relationships with with our health are far more deep-seated than just our health. What we do to our bodies is far more about effect rather than the cause. We've got to go deep to actually find out about the causes of what, what's going on with our bodies and our minds. They are all so linked, and there are some great, great books out there that we will talk about over the weeks, and um we will probably get a resident health and wellness coach into to talk to us the lady elizabeth um to talk to us about health but i'm going to touch on just just a few things that we should be thinking about remembering that today's title is playing the long game those little moves going back to the book review james clear's book atomic habits those little moves what can we do so think about what we can do just in four areas you know, for the for the most part, we don't get enough sleep. Okay, so what can we do to get a little bit more sleep? Well, we can go to bed earlier, right? Let's face it, towards the end of the evening, most of us have just got our screens on, the TV's on, we're watching rubbish on the telly just because. Go to bed. Go to bed, lie down, shut your eyes. Don't take your screens in there with you, right? Two little moves. Go to bed five minutes earlier. Get up five minutes earlier, all right? And I know that sounds a little bit odd because we're trying to get more sleep, but actually you use our time more wisely, but make the little moves. Play the long game. What about what we're eating? Are we eating healthily? Now, we're just about to run into the weekend, and the weekend is normally where I go a little bit off the rails. But I do know that, well, maybe just it's weight, are you actually hungry? Have some water rather than food. Those little moves help us play the long game towards a healthier lifestyle. And look, yeah, there's a, there's a fascinating book out there called Lifespan at the moment. And it um it 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 argues uh, it postulates that there's absolutely no reason why the human body can't live you know, well beyond the ages that we're seeing at the moment and if you think about your know, pre-industrial human beings yeah you know, they sort of died in their 30s between the 30s and the 50s life was nearly half as long as it is now the human body can survive for an awful lot in fact the human body can thrive for an awful lot longer but because we do so much bad stuff to it it begins to break down so, what are those little things we can do to play the long game? You yeah, play the long life yeah i am um, it it's my uh, 's my fiftieth birthday this year okay i 've I've just outed it i 'm fifty this year when i 'm talking about being fifty i 'm talking about being forty percent through my life all right that 's where i 'm telling my subconscious i 'm saying hey look i 'm only forty percent the way through i 've got so much stuff out there to be getting on with so much more that I choose to achieve. But that means that I'm going to have to actually start addressing some of the things that I don't do well, maybe. Exercise a little bit more. Well, we're dealing with that one. and We covered that one at the top of the show. Eating slightly more healthily. And the Lady Elizabeth is certainly helping with that process. Um, You're know, Getting enough sleep. And we're going to talk about meditation after this next piece of music. But, you know, we're got to start thinking about our health because that truly is the long game. And I'm talking about thriving until our end of days. I'm not interested in just being a shell. I'm talking about truly surviving truly through our days. And we do that by taking a little bit more care of our bodies and our minds and as i say you know we will we'll get monica onto the show to talk about that in ayurvedic terms and we'll get the lady elizabeth onto the show to talk about it in um, in general health terms how do we de-stress ourselves so we can lead a slightly more euphoric life Laureen there you go something from eurovision well why wouldn't you go towards eurovision for a little bit of fun on a friday morning on fresh fm um i for those of you who've been with me since the beginning of the show you'll um yeah it was a little bit of a bonk start i am um, i pressed the wrong buttons and it wasn't until the lady elizabeth actually got in touch that made me realize that i wasn't broadcasting my apologies but yeah remember it's about boogieing on friday mornings and yeah, we do try and play some tracks that allow you to get up and dance around the office or dance around the house dancing it's great it you it brings up the the blood a little bit, increases our our pulse just a little bit it music is so powerful to the soul it brings back memories, it brings back thoughts of happy times it just yeah music is so important to the soul, and yeah, remember if we think less about being human beings with a soul and actually being souls in a body, life actually gets an awful lot more interesting an awful lot quicker. We can reach euphoria. can we really yeah. We can, boy, can we reach euphoria without you yeah, without too much work, and look you yeah, i was I was very, very guilty of this in the past, um, and i didn't well, i didn't belittle it, i didn't believe that meditation had its place, wow, how wrong I was meditation so important now. I am going to talk a little bit about what what we might think of as traditional meditation, not sitting on the floor cross-legged going, um, not that sort of meditation, but there's nothing wrong with that sort of meditation. It works. Sometimes meditation can be uh, going for a walk. I meditate while I'm out running. I listen for my feet falling on the ground, just that pat. Of my feet landing on the ground, crunching on the ground beneath my feet. And that takes me to a place where I can meditate, where I can where I can go into my subconscious, where I can find that little bit of certainty. The Lady Elizabeth um meditates in nature when she's out walking the dog. Um, You're know, focusing on the different colours of green as you walk down the track is an amazing way of meditating. Um, you know, too often we think of meditation as that sitting cross-legged. It doesn't have to be. It's any place that we can actually just find space, find a space between the thoughts. In this world of of just i mean like the 21st century is just on isn't it It just never ever stops it's just on 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 uh, next next next, next. <gasps> yep close your eyes take that breath find the space between the thoughts that's all meditation is finding the space between the thought i um and yeah it's meditation practice guys doing it once isn't enough um, because you get itchy, you get scratchy. You've got the thoughts flowing through your head. Um, we got to practice it. As I say I'm, I meditate um, most mornings. Um, yeah, I've meditated for the last five mornings. It's absolutely amazing to start the day with a meditation. It really gives you the energy for whatever sort of day you're going to have. But if you haven't meditated before, give it a try. If you've meditated and then you stopped, get back to it. I truly believe that if we taught our children to meditate, the world would have far less problems than it does today. And what do we have to do to teach our children to meditate? Well, yeah, the best way to teach is to lead by example. So we should learn to meditate. We should sit down with our children and help them meditate. It doesn't have to start for long, five minutes. And I'm going to share with you the two ways... That I started meditating. The first one was taught to me by um, an amazing coach of mine, a chap called Brendan Bouchard. Um, you yeah, have a look for Brendan; he's written some amazing books, um, and uh, yeah, he um, yeah, he really got me started in this thought leader um, thought leadership space. But his technique is um, sit quietly, close your eyes, and just say release. As simple as that. Release. Every time a thought arrives, just release it. Don't get stressed about it. Just when you realise that you're thinking about something, just let it go. Release it. Just say release. The other one, um, which is quite good fun, is ask yourself, uh, what is, what's my next thought? Try it now. What's my next thought? Now, there is is a whole backstory about why um, you then can't think of anything. Um, But if you ask yourself what's your next thought, you won't think of anything for a little while. And that's the space you're looking for. Um, And try it for start with five minutes. It doesn't have to be any longer. Now, the things that are going to go wrong, I promise you, the things that are going to go wrong when you start meditating is those thoughts are going to start flying in. Okay. well, we've spoken about how we can settle our thinking. When that really starts happening, when you get those spaces between your thoughts, your body's going to respond. You're going to get a scratch. Back of your head, down your leg. You're going to get an itch. Leave it. This is just your body saying, I'm not quite sure what's going on here. I feel uncomfortable here. Let it go. Let it go. So try those this week. I dare you, find five minutes, prioritise five minutes. Let's face it, we've all got five minutes. Prioritise five minutes. Sit down, close your eyes in a place where you're not going to be disturbed and try one of the two techniques, either the release technique or um, the what's my next thought technique and sit quietly. And when the itches and the scratches come, just accept them. And you will begin to find that space between the thoughts, that space between the thoughts where we find out who we truly are. And it means that when we find out who we truly are in that space, we can shake off an awful lot of what's going on in the world. shake it off taylor swift on fresh fm how are you this morning this is the resilient show um, most of the way through i hope you've joined us and you've found some of what we've been talking about for just over the last hour quite um quite useful valuable um and you yeah, know we're heading into just we've got another couple of sessions sections left on the show Yeah, the title of today's show is play the long game um recognizing that we don't have to do everything perfectly right now we can take time to do it. Consistency is the key. Now there's a challenge with consistency, isn't there? Because we have our we have those down days, don't we? We have those down moments where it's just it just doesn't sort of work. Maybe you yeah, maybe you don't have a good night's sleep. Maybe the world has just yeah, maybe the world's just you feel like the world's against you. Something's happened in the day and it's all just oh, Oh you know those days where you just or those moments, those weeks um look yeah last weekend <laughs> I was um I was very trying um to say the least, I was not in a good space, and I you know, the patience that Lizzie had for me last weekend was was saintly, I tell you it was truly saintly um but I had to bounce back, I chose to bounce back. Those days happen, and we must recognise that those days happen. Um, We can't live a life of euphoria all of the time well we can but it takes an awful lot of effort and work to get there we can get there that's what true resilience is that is the upward spiral of certainty belonging and returning which gives us a life of balance participation and fulfillment we continue to spiral up the way but every now and again we're going to have those down days and do you know what there is only one thing that we need to do when we have those down days or those down thoughts. um, We accept them. Be aware of them. Thank them, because they're trying to help us out somehow. Be aware of those negative days and just move forward. Be kind to ourselves. We spend our lives being kind to other people, but Actually, do you know the person that we are least kind to is often ourselves. And that's quite sad because we are the one person that we spend all of our time with. We are the one person that looks back at us in the mirror. So we got to take some time to recognise that, yeah, it's not always going to work. And that's okay. When we are being consistent, when we are headed in the right direction, and we have those down days, well, just be kind. Accept that it happened and then get back on board. Get back started again where you left off. It doesn't matter that you had those down times. The fact is that you were kind to yourself, that you maybe maybe you missed that alarm. Maybe you slept in. That's okay. That's your body saying, I needed a bit more sleep. Maybe you did have that bar of chocolate. Maybe You didn't go to the gym that day. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. That's okay. Tell yourself that's okay. And get started again. Bring that consistency back into your life. Because, you know, and I've done a podcast on this um, that I went out earlier on this week, um, all about creating routine. If you want to listen to it, um, have a look for Rediscovering Resilience by Stu Darling. Um, There's a podcast about having a routine. The great thing about having a routine is when you break that routine, um, you look for it again. And then you break back into it. And the more often we commit to that certainty of working through on a day-to-day basis, being consistent, the easier it becomes. But if we fight ourselves, if we hate ourselves for it, it stays a challenge. So really, really simply, when it doesn't work quite so well, when it's not your day, just say thank you. Love yourself a little bit more that day and then get back to it the next day.
4: Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open can make an explosion and all those things fight
1: fight song rachel Platten. how cool is that what a great song just yeah we've all got so much more fight left in us that um you know when we do have those tough days all we've got to do is recognize it and just say do you know what there's more to it there's more to me than that um in his book um can't hurt me dave goggin's um dave goggin's absolutely amazing amazing um human being um dave goggin's says that you know, within our bodies um our bodies are 40% more capable than our brains give it credit for so you know, when you're out doing your exercise you can go that little bit further when you feel that you can't do any more on that project you can go a little bit further you can actually go another 40% further so you just just th- that fights in there and i know sometimes we just don't want to play but it only takes a little move a tiny little move because we're playing the long game let's not forget that this I remember when um, when I was running operations in in Iraq uh, many moons ago. Um, you know, I arrived in 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 theatre. I arrived in in Basra, and the guys were like, you know, they were working twenty hour days. There were so many jobs going out, so many covert operations going out all of the time. And I said to them, guys, guys, slow down. You know, we were deployed. For, you know individually, we were deployed for six months at a time over so many years. And I said, guys, this, we've got to start realising that this is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. Because you know, if you think about a sprint, what happens? You run really, really fast for a short period of time. And then you stop because you run out of breath. Right? You stop. And then you've got to start again. Whereas a marathon, it's a little bit slower and we continue. We've got the energy to continue. So start treating this long game as a long game. Realise that yeah, you know, just because we didn't manage it today doesn't mean it, that's it, we've failed. We recognise it. This is how we truly live. Remember, the track that we started the show with, born to be alive born to be alive born to be alive that's what this is about if we live a life then we've got to play the long game so what is our long game well our long game is attached to our mission our why why are we doing it why are we doing whatever that thing is. Why are we going to the gym? Why are we eating a healthy diet most of the time? Why are we getting enough sleep? Well, we're doing it so that we can live a healthy life for as long as we choose, so that we can thrive. There's absolutely no point in a long life if you live that life in illness. Uh, And this is something that Lizzie is very, very passionate about if we live that life in illness, then you know, we're, we're a little bit sort of, well, what's the point? And, and we see that in um, you know, in, in many old people, you know, the older people who you know, maybe don't have all of the faculties they once had. But if we choose a life of wellness, then that's our long game. Do we want to be there to play with our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. There's absolutely no reason why we can't, but we do it by playing the long game. We do it by making those little moves. Those tiny little moves every day will shift us in the right direction. It will allow us to be better than we were yesterday, and it will allow us to look forward to tomorrow, knowing we're going to be even better than we were. So that was um, the resilient show on Fresh FM this morning. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, you're, you're listening to Fresh FM Community Access Radio, the top of the south. So exciting to be here. Um, yeah, that's three shows in since we um, since we moved the show from um, North Island. Thank you for your feedback. Loving it all. Um, keep it coming. Yeah, if you get any questions, any thoughts, please reach out. Listen to the podcast re-listen to the show it goes out at 0530 hours that's five thirty in the morning on a wednesday morning um or you can listen to um you can listen to the the download if you go to www.freshfm.net um that was the show today today's show was entitled play the long game dedicated to the people who are a wee bit better than they were yesterday, and plan on being even better tomorrow. Take that out as your mantra for um, for the, the weekend. Take it out for the weekend and say, right, how can I be a little bit better? What's the one thing I can do to be a little bit better than I was yesterday? What's the one thing? Just take that one out to play, and you will be amazed at how much life will shift in your favor don't worry about the false realities that are out there remember those false realities social media everyone's life's great it's not like that at all go out there because there is joy to be found right across planet earth there is joy to be found wherever you are if we just make little moves recognizing that we are playing our long game now for those of you who are used to the show you'll have realized i haven't played any tim mcgraw yet this morning and that's because we are going to play out with tim mcgraw one of my very very favorite songs of tim mcgraw it is everywhere i'll see you next week
5: we We were born in this little town growing up i was counting down Every single day Till we made our getaway But you said you could never see yourself Trying to make a life anywhere else This would be your home And I was on my own But ever since you said goodbye, I've been out here on the wind. And baby, you would be surprised at all the places you have been. I've seen you in Albuquerque, waiting out a blizzard. Arizona, dancing across the desert. Watching the sunset in Monterey. Girl, I swear, just the other day you were down in Georgia. everywhere and nowadays when i'm passing through the conversation always turns to you and i hear you're doing fine living out by the county line a man that's home every night a couple of kids and the kind of life that you want to lead guess you could say the same for me but you and I made our choices all those years ago still I know your voice and see you down the road. Maybe in Oklahoma, driving across the prairie. In Dallas, Texas, isn't that where we always said we would like to try? Never did, so maybe We'll Sun.